the stress sweat is real today because we're talking about Robert the doll. Also, we did our YouTube video a week ago where Liv read into it because she's a psychic medium and I don't know how she's going to remember all the things that she said. Are you going to read it again and talk to Robert himself? And we're your meta sidekicks. Yo. <laughs> if you guys are new to the podcast, I'm Liv. This is M. M. Say hi. Mm-hmm. Oh, you didn't say no this time. Mm-hmm. Mm. Changing it up. Wow. Mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. But we are psychic mediums, twin flames, business partners, and your sidekicks to all things metaphysical on this podcast extraordinaire extravaganza. We talk about all things paranormal, <laughs> metaphysical, spiritual, and in between. And we give you that a little extra. Yeah, Exactly. <laughs> On everything because we're psychic mediums. You got your other cool true crime paranormal podcast where you learn about the spoopy and, I don't know, unsettling. But we actually listen to the spoopy and unsettling things spiritually as psychic mediums and uh, give you that little extra to the whole thing. (laughs) Jesus. And today we're going to be talking about Robert the Doll because, I don't know, it's viral content. It's what the people want, but it makes me stress wet. Why? It's just a haunted doll. He's trapped (sighs) in a little box. We already talked about Okiku. That thing popped up over the corner in the weird freaking crawl space in the basement that we're in. Oh, maybe Robert will go over there. Sorry. (laughs) I hate you. Glare, death glares at me. A lot of hate. So with all of our haunted things that we cover or paranormal haunted places, haunted locations, is that what it is? Well, it started out as famous haunted locations. And then I was like, haunted doll sounds scary. Let's do that. And now now we're here. Now it's famous hauntings. So what we do as psychic mediums is we not only give you the cool backstory, history, lesson, fun time with the information on whatever it is that we're covering, but one of us doesn't know anything about it. And that was Liv. Yep, that was me. I got to play chicken this week. And she gets to talk to the dark things within a very haunted doll. Um, so yeah, that's what we do. We have other content on it as well. I don't know. My, the best one was the Lizzie Borden house in my in your opinion. My opinion, because it's the one that literally made me stress sweat so hard. Check out that podcast. And poop your pants. The video's even worse. You want to watch but me she cries. cry? Oh my God. Do, do you I? cry in the podcast too, though? Mm, probably. 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 <laughs> Bleeding heart Leo. Can't not talk about it and cry. It was emotional for me. Anyways, yeah. Robert the doll. It's interesting that you're like, are you going to remember anything that you learned about last really? week? Is he because, telling you? Well, I... You can tell the people. I never remember anything. About I know exactly. That's why I was like, oh, okay, we're not going to write anything down. We got it. <laughs> well, yeah, I didn't write anything down. So I'm just going to tell you exactly what I remember because they're telling me to remember it now. Because uh, I'm okay. really bad at remembering. You know yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so as soon as you said box, they showed me uh, what I said last week, which was uh, I had two things talking to me. The thing that was giving me information was this little tiny like bear. But he also showed me, mind you, I should say, the first thing that walked in when I started trying to get information on Robert the doll, and I should also preface that when Em and I talk to scary things, we talk to spiritual beings or souls that are related to or associated with the scary place or thing that we're talking to. And they give us kind of a like museum artist tour guide type Five. understanding of it. Yeah. yeah. 
So we're not actually directly talking to the scary things or places. those scary things can lie to you about said things. So it is hard to talk to dark things, so to speak. And it's also just not safe. So (laughs) in order to do that, we have our like messenger guides, spiritual messenger guides that are help us with that. And for me, during this experience, was this creepy little dude. Creepy. On the floor, like mm, two feet tall, max. And he immediately looks like the first thing he showed me was that he looks like like the one of those clown baby dolls. Yeah. Yeah. The one with the jester outfit where yeah, they have the little it. bells on the collar and then the little funny hat with the bell on the top and his little toes had bells and he was wearing blue and white stripes. Um, and that was his his color was like baby blue and white. And he was like, ho, I have all of these things. To tell you. I don't know what's going on upstairs. That was definitely my cat knocking something over. (laughs) Sounds like a very cat thing. As long as it's not Okiku. Anyways, he was the one that was like, I'm going to tell you what happens with Robert's at all. Because he's in a place, I think, at least where they were telling me like a setup where people can view him. But there's other things in this place that people can view as well that are also like haunted or weird or scary. And this little tiny baby court gesture thing was Mm. like i'm kind of like the ringmaster of the place so when people come to wherever it is that robert the doll is i am the one that shows people around and keeps everything in check he showed me like a lion tamer or like the the old type movies where like i don't know like dumbo there's the one like the ringmaster kind of they're the ones that go around like the zoo or the the fair what is it, circus, and, like, Mm -hmm. tap on the bars of the cages of, like, the vicious animals, and he showed it to me like a cartoon, and that makes me sad, but that's how he explained things to me. And I was like, oh, okay, so you're, like, the dude that taps on the cages of the vicious animals, but the vicious animals are the the haunted, scary things, and he's like, yes, exactly. But he looks like one of those weird little baby dolls that sit on a shelf and haunt your grandmother. Yeah, you also said he looked like a bear, too, right? Halfway through everything, he morphed into a bear, like a teddy bear, like an old, like the ones where the the arms and stuff move, like the old-style Roosevelt teddy bear, Mm -hmm. which was interesting because teddy bears' arms actually used to move. They weren't just stuffed animals. They were stuffed animals with, like, the joints and stuff. Anyways, no stuff, no pun intended. Included, intended. Why are you looking at things behind me? It's There's freaking me things out. Things falling on your head from the sky, like physically. Yes. Great. Stop <laughs> like looking dust. into the weird hole that where Okiku like, is. Just making sure it wasn't like scary things like asbestos. Asbestos. Sorry, we don't have asbestos. We oh. made sure. <laughs> okay, good. But anyways, that's one of the weird little things, and that is the thing that told me about what I was seeing. And what I saw for Robert the doll itself was everything when I, as a medium, when I speak to souls, they're in this type of area within my mind, since I'm a mental medium and they're able to change the environment in which they speak to me from, or at least their surroundings to give me more information, not only about themselves, but about about the things that they're telling me for the person that the information is for. But for Robert, I'm not going to say it's a soul. I'm going to say that it is an entity and the way in which my mental medium mind's eye perceived this entity, given the little weird bear jingle baby jester dude, is a completely black room that is very square. And they kept telling me to say it is very square. It's very boxy. Whatever it is 
this blackness is within the box. And what I see is the outline or silhouette of a man in this black box and the blackness from the figure itself seeps into the blackness of the box and the surroundings. So everything is just a box. That's the only dimensional depth that I can give you is a box and the only dimensional depth that I can give you of the figure or outline standing in the box is that you can see the figure or outline of a man and the blackness seeps into one another, which is really weird. Um, but then outside of the box, there is a man and then there is a woman and another man. The woman and the other man are more human souls, but they are related to the box. However, they're not in the box. They're outside of the box. It's like they, in addition to this little baby doll man, the baby doll man is like related to the place in which Robert resides, but not Robert itself. However, the three human entities around the perception I have of Robert, which is the black figure in the black box of nothingness, are outside of it. They're not within it. So the man and the woman the old, there's two men. The older man is, is, is very quiet and the older woman is also very quiet and they deal with like quieting things and shooing people away, if that makes any sense. Like when you go yeah. somewhere as a little kid and a mother or an older adult is like shh, shh, shh and then like shh, moves you away. Yeah, a lot ushers of times you away. when there's dark things and they're like very popular and like bring public to them. There's a lot of times souls that will assign themselves to kind of make sure no one gets hurt. Mm -hmm. I feel like those were those two souls. Yeah. They like some of them usher them away. However, the third soul (laughs) (laughs) is the only way I can explain him is as the devil's advocate, honestly and truly, which is really funny. He has like sandy orangish brown hair, like a russet color with like five o'clock shadow. He gives me like biker dude kind of vibes in the way he presents himself to me. I have a question. Yes. So in one of the videos I watched about Robert, there is a, I think it's a crib that rocks and it will rock by itself. Is that him or is that Robert? Where's the crib? So if you have the big room where Robert is... It's just, like, outside of his room, like, in, like, a whole large hallway type thing, and it's roped off. I don't know. Let me think more about it, because they're giving me conflicting answers. As per usual. Because <laughs> uh, Robert wants to say that it is him. However, I feel like it's I feel like he manipulates not. something to do it for him. Mm. But, but you're also talking to him, so it's confusing. But I think it's funny. That it rocks. I want to say yes and no. It's not just him. Got you. Yeah. During that video that I watched, it was this man that was, he brought a Ouija board and was trying to talk to Robert with the Ouija board. Of course. And it spelled out death. Of course. And I don't know if they spelled out death for clout (laughs) or if uh, something weird did it. So. I would have spelled out baloney if I was spirit. If you were a demon. <laughs> My baloney has a first name. It's O-S-C-A-R. My baloney has a second name. It's M-E-Y-E-R. Go, 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 go. My baloney. If I was a demon, I would tell people that make them baloney. Feels so, so good in my tummy. You'll be the next baloney sandwich. Go Anyways. On. <laughs> 
The last third scary dude is the devil's advocate. He gives me kind of like grungy rocker vibes, like t-shirt jeans and like flip flops with a belt where the little flappy doodle hangs out the side. Like someone that you would find at like a Green Day concert, maybe. Oh, Green Day concert. (laughs) (laughs) Nice choice of band. (laughs) (laughs) But he, every time I talk to him, he's in like a hotel setting. He's, He's haphazardly leaning on the side of a like wooden shellacked counter and you can see little like slots behind him where people would put like their mail or their keys or something like that when you check into a hotel and uh, he kind of has like a little old timey cash register in front of him too but when he leans on the counter he's either behind it or haphazardly in between like where the counter ends and where the foyer would begin and he literally is the person that takes people's money And when he says money, he says like spiritual money, which is your energy. So like people that come in to see Robert and are like, oh, I want to be spooked. He's like, yeah, it's five dollars, please. Five doll hairs, if you will. Yeah, that's why (laughs) he's really funny. He takes energy to make weird things happen like Cribs Rock. Yes. But they came here for Robert. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so it's not that it's actually Robert themselves but because they're in a box. That's what I was getting. That's why I asked you. Ah, but, um, well, he said he doesn't do it, though, either. Mm, I just think it's funny. Anyways, in the video, we talk about how everybody can attract negative things to themselves. So if you are going to a place like this, negative things outside of Robert are going to be around you. Yeah, so like they sell little dolls as a souvenir for going there that look like Robert. And a lot of people are like, Robert, you need to follow me into this doll to my house. And then they come back like a few months later and are like, I was just kidding. Can you leave this doll now? It's not Robert that's in that doll. Yeah, it's the thing that you energetically traded with Robert's devil's advocate man to... uh bother you because it's what you wanted you just attracted a different soul or entity into that doll that is not robert yes your spiritual energy transaction was (laughs) given and uh sorry you don't have the receipt i don't think you can buy robert i think that's why he's think that's why he's stuck in a box in a box in a box unless you like took the whole box and robert himself just under your arm casually yeah (laughs) which people have tried that's why it's heavily armed, so I would not suggest it. Like, just leave it. He wants to be left alone. No, I feel like he wants to be let out of the box. Well, yeah, he wants to be back in his chair with his person, but that's unfortunate. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, who else did I talk to? Oh, yeah, we talked to the women. So there was the maid in the house, and there was the woman who made the doll, who gave me the impression that she was a seamstress and that she's the one that made the doll And that she is the one that put, like, the way she explained it was a candle, like a tea candle of energy in the doll when she made it. When, like, as a seamstress. And when she made the doll and put the candle in it, it's, she had me explain, or the, the little man, the jingle baby man, jester thing, made me explain what she was trying to show me. And he said, when you light a fire, Fire takes oxygen in order to facilitate itself. So without oxygen, a flame cannot exist. So what happened was she put the tea candle in there um, or like it wasn't lit. Spiritually. Spiritually. Yeah. And 
Yeah. It was weird because she showed me an older man passing away and I figured it was like her husband or something, but I don't think it actually is. Um, because when I went to go pee during the video, they explained it to me because I kept seeing the same man after M, M gave me a little bit of information. So this man has like white hair and like a white mustache. He's very well to do. And when he bought the doll or this man, I saw it from the seamstress point of view of this man passed away. And I was like, oh, my egotistical brain said this is her husband. And there's like some sort of like very upset emotions that she has with this man passing away. So I assumed it was her husband and her like, I don't know, anguish of her husband passing away is why she purposely but non-purposely it's like she knowingly unknowingly put this tea candle of spiritual whatever into this doll and when he passed away that is like what created it and lit it so it's like she knew but she didn't so that's what I thought it was but then M told me that the little boy who ended up getting the doll because I did know that there was a little boy and a little girl that was also associated with the doll but it's like there was a disconnect between the little girl and the doll itself like you they got didn't that psychically too see eye to eye told you. yeah but then when em told me that the little boy got the doll from a man i was like oh it has to be his grandfather because once she said the grandfather thing i was like oh maybe that's the man with the white hair because when she said grandfather i saw the exact same man not someone different giving the doll to the little boy long story short my peeing epiphany was that <laughs> this woman gave the doll to the grandfather. However, the grandfather was associated with like some not so super cool stuff. So even though he might've been very high in social class and structure, he was associated with like not cool things. So her thing was you feel like you do these bad things to get safety and security within your family but you could have safety and security in your family and not be a bad person and associate yourself with these bad people. So she sold him the doll, but what she did was she knowingly, unknowingly put that tea candle of energy into it. And the stipulation was she didn't light the tea candle. She just put it in there. But when he passed away, when the grandfather died, that's what lit the flame to the tea candle of things because now that he's not there she's like I'm going to attract the things that could make your family upset and it's not that they were really really big things it's just that they were small things like weird creepy occurrences and like giving a doll a sentient consciousness to haunt your grandchild yeah so the family just continued to give it fuel which made it into what it is now yes because lots of other people have added their own oxygen to the flame and that's just spiritual energy or energy itself. So she did put that tea candle of whatever because she, she's like, it, I was like, it was hexed, but it's not hexed. Yeah. It's what they do with it. So they continued to make weird choices with it. So it got worse. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's everything. Oh, and the maid. the maid. Yeah. The maid was really upset. She's like, this thing is freaking creepy. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Emily's like, well, didn't, did the maid give it to her? And I was like, no, no, no. The person that I'm talking to on my left, that's the seamstress that made the doll is very different from the person I'm talking to on my right, who is the maid for sure. Cause the maid is showing me very different things. Like when she walks past a room and the little boy is in, in, in a room, I see like a sitting room. It has like really tall um, windows and the room itself is kind of like um, like a parlor room. It's um, very open 
and there's big tall windows and it's like a circle shape almost not necessarily a square but there's windows on the very far side and like tall doors that she walks by to see him and check in on him and when she looks the little boy is fine but when she looks in the room the doll's head is like boom and like stares at her and she's like cheese and rice and then when she looks back it's like fine and she told me that everything was okay with the doll at first but then there was like this weird attachment with it this little boy that owned the doll was very soft-spoken and very sweet and wonderful and impressionable and that unlike other little boys who usually want to like destroy things and hit things with sticks and like get stuck in the mud he was more like I like to like listen to stories and listen to music and talk to people and that's the type of things that he did but when he had Robert all of a sudden that dynamic of let's share everything together and let me talk to you and kind of whatever changed into like an obsession of this is my name I'm gonna go by my middle name and she also told me that she made the clothes for the doll too because I guess they had matching outfits or something yeah I don't know I don't know but she made the clothes for the doll and that that was kind of like her way to say or like put some of her him from the doll she thought was in inside the doll yeah because it was creepy and it freaked her out also there was dreams something about sleeping too I remember that (laughs) yeah (laughs) moving things sleeping dreaming she thought it was super creepy and em's like well didn't she give the doll to them and her answer was like uh no because you didn't do that as a maid you didn't give things to the children that you were in charge of that's not how it worked because a shocker when you have very famous haunted things people like to tell stories so people thought that she out of spite gave this doll to this family and hexed, cursed, whatever to it. And that's how it got haunted. But as the psychic mediums, we can tell you that she's not like that. No, she's really nice. So, <laughs> yeah. So tell us what actually happened with the doll. Am. Hopefully, I can remember all of this. So, uh, good luck with it. Okay. So, Robert the doll, he is a super old doll. He's over 100 years old. And currently, he resides at the Fort East Martello Museum. Yo. Did you know that I'm 100 years old? 101, to be exact. Robert is older than you. (sighs) I'll see him at the reunion. (laughs) So, he resides in this museum in a glass display case. And this glass display case is (laughs) box-shaped. Oh, that was not it. (laughs) (laughs) I was going for scary, but that's good, too. But if you guys don't remember, Liv was talking about seeing a box-shaped, I don't know, cloud of darkness. He just is darkness. I am darkness. Well, you, you saw you saw a little man in the dark cloud of doom. He's so not a little man, but yeah. Well, he's got to be little enough to fit in this box, my dude. Maybe he thinks, maybe he's trying to make himself be perceived as larger. Dick in a box. Well, anyways, when I was watching this, like, YouTube video about him, Uh. there's all, I feel like there's always creepy music playing. They have, like, a music radio thing where they play creepy music, and these people are, like, taunting him, because, obviously, (laughs) when you bring a Ouija board to the party, you're taunting your demons. Um, And he's just, like, he's sitting in a chair as the doll, and his legs are, like, crossed, and he has a, uh... I don't know if it's a lion or whatever. He's also wearing a sailor's uniform. But as a psychic medium, I saw him like 
rocking in this chair, like back and forth on the edges of the chair or on the back legs, humming to the creepy music. And because I was doing research for that, I had that song stuck in my head the rest of the day. <laughs> but anyways. Jesus. Sorry, the only thing I can think of is that meme with Maleficent. And she's like, who put a dick in this box? Yeah, he's very different than like other dark things. He's very, I don't know if confident, like nonchalant. Yeah. Makes sense. Nonchalant is a good <laughs> way a to demon. explain it. But... He was originally created by a company from Germany called the, is it Steiff? Steiff Company? Oh, it's highlighted in blue. Steiff Company. Steiff Company. Steiff. Yes. So it was a German company called the Steiff Company, which was originally created by a woman, which would be the seamstress that Liv was talking about. Bum, and bum, bum. they Wait. were the, well. Okay. <laughs> and they were a toy maker. That was the original creators of the teddy bear, of the original teddy bear in honor of Theodore Roosevelt. Like, Liv was seeing this little, I don't know, ringmaster dude. I wonder if the teddy bears had little arms too. I feel like that's that would make the sense. I mean, you also said it was Roosevelt style, so I don't, I don't know. However... When they created Robert, they never intended for him to be sold as a toy. So he is about three feet tall. And he originally was designed to basically model jester clothes because he was the size of a child. And he was supposed to be like a model for like a window shopping type of deal to hold to wear like the jester outfits, which again is pretty weird that Liv was seeing this little entity that was talking to her about Robert as a jester. So Robert was originally supposed to be a jester, but according to many stories, because there's a lot of stories about how the doll actually got to this little boy, but one of the stories is that the grandfather went across seas to Germany, bought this doll from this woman, and then went back overseas and gave the doll to his son. And his son's name was Robert Jean Otto. So this little boy got this doll for his birthday from his grandfather. And he was very excited. And he ended up naming the doll after himself, which was Robert, which is how the doll got his name. And this boy actually started going by his middle name, which was Jean. So it was almost like the doll took his identity in a way. However, there are a lot of other stories that are speculated from legend where the doll was not given by Oh my the- god, wait, you are right. She is a streamstress. Yeah. I'm sorry, that really freaks me out. I'm- <laughs> I already told you this story. <laughs> so, however- I also need to tell you, I'm sorry, I was trying to find it, but their uh, arms and legs do move. They have joints. Uh-huh. Because you're seeing the right the right teddy bear. There's a reason why he turned into a teddy bear, and it's because it goes with the story way too well. I'm really annoyed. Uh-huh. I know. Because literally when you're like, there's this jester thing here, I was like, no, there's not. That is a lie. Oh, yeah, because they made jester clothes first. Yes, because they, they literally designed this doll according to like historians that this doll was originally supposed to model jester outfits. 
as a child in um, like a window type like selling thing really annoyed uh-huh and then they were the original creator of the teddy bear that was inspired by teddy that by teddy roosevelt so like i just said this doll was given to this child by his grandfather however there's another story about the maid that describes how this doll became haunted and the story about the maid is that people believed that she was highly mistreated by the people that she worked for the mother and father and because of this people believe that she decided to put dark magic and they specifically used the word voodoo magic which is highly inaccurate in this case and a lot of people don't understand that voodoo magic is in fact not like it's very misunderstood like voodoo can be like it's viewed as a religion isn't it Yes, voodoo like and it's a hoodoo. Haitian religion. Voodoo and hoodoo are different, and they are both valid religions in and of themselves. But yeah, but our society has made it very dark, and people don't really understand it, so they use it to explain things like this. However, in this case, I don't perceive that that was the case. Like, I don't believe that this doll has voodoo in it. However, the story goes is the maid... The maid was very upset that she was being mistreated by the family. So she got this doll. She put this dark magic within the doll and then gave it to the little boy to kind of wreak havoc upon their family. And that's why a lot of people are like very confused about what happened because they perceive it as if this doll is cursed for this specific family, the family is passed. Why is it still doing all of these crazy things? So that's kind of the story of what people think is happening with the doll. However, it's probably more accurate to say that the grandfather is the one that went overseas to Germany, picked up this doll, and brought it to the family and gave it to the little boy as a birthday present. So, and that's also like one of the things that Liv saw as well, is that she saw this older man that got the doll, brought it to America, brought it to the U.S., and then also was speaking to the maid herself, and the maid was expressing how everyone likes to blame the help. They like to blame things they don't understand. So that's kind of why they got the, she got that bad rep. Yeah, well, she was a, a, the maid was complaining to me. She's like, first of all, as a maid, you would not give a toy to a child like that, especially... In my circumstance, that's not how it is. Like you're there to take care of the child, not give them gifts because that's overstepping your own professional boundaries. And second of all, I wasn't mistreated. It's that they were trying to victimize somebody that is not a victim. So they were like, she was really mistreated. And since she was mistreated because she was a maid, the maid put, what was it, voodoo? Yeah, people think that they this doll has voodoo in it. Probably because it's a doll and that's what people associate voodoo with. Yeah. And also she was not um, somebody I don't think that was associated with that religion. So it's just all around really bad. Yeah, it's very inaccurate. <laughs> and uh, Yeah. Assumptive assumptions, whatever. I don't know. It's really weird. But now I'm thinking about it in hindsight, like 
because I was talking to the seamstress and the seamstress is the woman who made the teddy bears, but I don't know at what time the teddy bear was made that she would have handmade the teddy bear or if it would have been made in more of like a factory setting. I think it's probably the second one. A factory setting? Probably. Because the reason there's a quote unquote curse, but it's not like a curse curse that is on the the doll is because the man the way they uh, this the seamstress presumably that I was talking to explained it to me that the man the grandfather that got the teddy bear is or was affiliated with like not cool stuff so she was like you think you're all high and mighty with your power and whatever that you gain from being affiliated with this group of people that I don't agree with so I'm going to put this on here so that once you pass your sense of being able to protect the people that you like because of the status you've gained doing bad activities or being associated with something that is negative is going to go away. And that is like the flame that we talk about that is in the doll that turns into the entity now known as Robert the doll because it wreaks havoc in the family. Yeah. But how would I, my question is how would a curse be put on a doll if it was manufactured in a factory? Well, they perceived it as the maid put the curse on the doll. Okay. But the maid didn't. Well, I mean, I know that. <laughs> yeah, but the seamstress told me that she is the one that put the curse in the doll, not yeah, the maid. Yeah, but I don't, I don't know that I perceive a curse in the same way that other people think a curse is. Yeah, the way they, the way that she explained it was like a tea candle. They put a tea candle on there, and with the grandfather passing, that is what lit the tea candle, and the negative energy associated with the lit tea candle is what built the fire of the flame that created Robert the doll today. Yeah, like I feel like a curse is more of a description of how energy is. I literally don't know how to explain it other than that, but it's just the energy is different than like the things in the conjuring house. The things in the conjuring house aren't curses. Yeah, but what do you think put the energy on the doll if it was made in a factory? I don't know. Somebody that... like he purchased it in a store from somewhere i don't know i'm confused now i know that this doll was specifically made it was the only one that was made so it is possible that it was custom made and it could have been directly made by a specific person because it was never made before Ah. and it was unique versus all the other things that they created thank you yes this was the only one that looked like robert period the end that's it that's it so Okay. That's why he's different. Yes. Because I'm researching the teddy bear thing because the teddy bear is really freaking me out with like the movable arms and stuff. And I'm learning that the woman that made the teddy bear. She's a very successful, successful company, which is why it's like. I'm thinking that it would made manufactured, man, but it's not. Yeah, because he's not like the teddy bears. I'm sorry. We just got done listening to like really dark, scary things for a while. And now it's just absolutely making me rethink everything. And it's filtering into what we're doing now but yeah however you did talk in the youtube video about curses so is the doll actually cursed yes so it was cursed by that woman unintentionally right by the seamstress woman yes and no yeah that's kind of how i was getting it to because i feel like i've never like seen a curse before or like talked to a soul about a curse Because I'm like, I don't understand what a curse is. Like, that doesn't make sense to me. A lot of times I feel like you just have to think you're under a curse. But the way that they're explaining it to me is that 
when people do things negatively towards this doll, it kind of like is reflected or like slingshot backed at them. So it's kind of they give a negative energy into this doll and then they get threefold of that negative energy back. Uh-huh. So that's kind of what they were explaining with the like whole curse thing. So when Jean finally got this doll... In 1902, the company began making a toy teddy bear with movable joints based on the design by Stiff's nephew. I'm sorry. The movable joints thing is really freaking me out. Okay. Okay. Are you done looking up dolls? Um, No, I'm reading about her because I want to know if she knew anything about, like, scary stuff. Oh. Mm-hmm. Okay. Not that I would think they would know anything about that, but it's all about her toy things, not about her. Well, yeah, she created a toy company. She uh, <laughs> didn't have use of her legs and her right arm a lot. Got you. Because she had polio. Interesting. Okay, she's in a wheelchair. Oh, yeah. I've seen that picture. There's a picture of her when she's younger, too. It looks like the woman I'm talking to. Oh, gosh. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's funny. Yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> it freaks me out. Does it? <laughs> For sure it does. Ugh, she's so cute. Maybe she didn't do it on purpose. Egotistical brain. Okay, sorry. I'm listening. <laughs> I just wanted to know if the teddy bear actually had joints. Freaks me out. I'll stop. Okay. So, the doll, or the doll was given to Jean, who he is now going by, and oh yeah, because I said Gene makes me think about Gene from Bob's Burgers. <laughs> mm-hmm. I really like the farts on the the keyboard. Yeah, Continue. he started going by Gene because he named his doll after him. We're all caught up now. Yeah, I could tell you weren't listening to me. Oh no, I was thinking about teddy bear teddy bear joints. <laughs> <laughs> okay, are you ready for the story? Yes. Okay. So this doll was given to this little boy who is now going by Jean. And people claimed that they had a very interesting relationship. People quoted it as an inappropriate relationship in the sense of it was almost like this little boy treated this doll as if he was alive, as if he was an entity. And there were some weird things that happened, like his parents would hear him speaking to this doll in his room alone. However, there would be voices speaking back at him that was not his voice. So tongue and Voldemort. Things like that started to happen. Sorry, continue. And then this outfit that the Robert the Doll is in now, supposedly it was one of Jean's outfits. But again, it could have been designed by the maid. For the doll specifically. So a hamburger outfit? I don't know. What do you mean by hamburger outfit? Because he's Jean? Yeah. Jesus. (laughs) So there were a lot of odd occurrences with the, I don't know, bond they had with this doll. But it wasn't too, like, out of the ordinary until one night where little Jean was asleep And he was woken up by the doll being placed at the foot of his bed. So he woke up screaming and his mother heard him from the other room. And in a panic, got up out of her bed, ran over to little Jean's room. 
And when she did that, the door was closed and locked. So she's like pounding on the door and she's hearing not only this little boy screaming for help, but also furniture being thrown across the room. So eventually she is able to pry the door open and aid her child in, I don't know, whatever was happening behind the door. And she found out that they were having a pillow fight and playing Twister. (laughs) And she saw her little child cowering underneath the covers and there were things thrown across the room like a full ass mess and then the like little doll ass lemon oh my god and then and then there's just robert sitting at the foot of jean's bed so that was the first real indicator that they had a problem on their hands what what I think it was the maid's fault. She was obviously the one that was throwing furniture around. She needed to hurry up and go upstairs and fix that. (laughs) Jesus Christ. It's just that the help isn't good enough. (laughs) (laughs) She's making fun of people from that. Yeah. Because a lot of people think that always, like, the help is the one that gets, I don't know. The one that's possessing dolls with their hoodoo no. voodoo magic because no. hoodoo and voodoo are exactly the same freaking thing did you know that emily yeah did you know that hoodoo and voodoo are the same and it's the devil's work she's also kidding <laughs> i am very much kidding this is a lot of sarcasm yeah i'm just making fun of people on the internet yeah people get people get saucy when you talk about voodoo i got saucy that people literally said that a maid gave a child yes. a doll that was appropriating her and all of these Weaved horrible things with hoodoo and voodoo that's oh, i'm not even gonna go into it again <laughs> so annoying but yeah when i was asking her in the video she was like people made her seem like she was doing all these horrible things the maid but uh she was just trying to keep it at bay <laughs> well she didn't even have any hoodoo or voodoo Yeah, neither of them or both at the same time, like the Internet thinks is a thing. (laughs) Yeah. When you said that she was telling me as a soul, as a psychic meeting, she was telling me that when she tried to protect this boy from this dark spirit, it was in a very like Lily Potter way from Harry Potter, because the reason why Harry is still like living, even though even though Voldemort tried to kill him, the reason why he's alive is because of the old magic of love. So that's why Robert couldn't do all these really horrible things to Jean. It's because she was putting love around him in the doll itself to protect him, which is so cute. Okay, it's saying that... What is saying? The internet. Okay. (laughs) What about the internet? Oh, no, no, no. This is somebody made a movie, I think, about Robert. Because it says Robert 2015 IMDb. Is that a, a video thing? I don't know. Um, Chucky was inspired by Robert the Doll. I don't know that there's Robert the Doll okay, let me like that, but click maybe on this they think, thing. Maybe they think Robert Oh, yeah. The nope. There's an actual movie called Robert. You want to watch it? Fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> it has a 3.1 out of 10. Of course it does. Oh man! Oh, the internet. I was yeah. I was trying to find the maid's name, and uh, I don't think you're gonna find it. I want to know. Anyways, continue. I'm sorry. So, Gene actually took this doll on into his adult life, 
and he moved into a house that people refer to as the artist house. Again, at this point, he still has Robert the doll, and he created a room specifically in this house just for his doll, Robert. There's, I don't know if it's a rocking chair, there's some sort of chair that looks out the window, and the window looks down upon the street, okay? And Jean was married at this point as well. However, the person that he was married to was very unsure about the doll. She was very creeped out by the doll. She requested that Jean lock the doll up in the attic. So he did that. He brought Robert up into the attic and closed the door and locked him in there. However, you don't lock Robert away. Clearly not. Silly, silly human. There were children that were walking to school and they were passing Jean's house and they claimed to see Robert the doll mocking them from the window of Robert's room. And when Jean heard of this, he immediately went to Robert's room to see if he was there. And lo and behold, Robert was sitting in the chair that he was placed prior before being locked into the attic, looking out on the street where the children are. He then took Robert back up into the attic, locked the door, and hopefully wanted him to stay there. But that also did not happen. Robert kept going down to his room and tormenting the children on the street. Sounds like a dick move. What are you looking up? I'm trying to find their family (laughs) so that I can find their maid. (laughs) I'm not saying it's not appropriate. I'm just saying that I need to know who the maid is. For what? For my own solidarity. I'm not going to find it. Don't tell me what I'm not going to do. That was a while ago. Yeah? So so was your mom. So why would they acknowledge a woman a while ago? So was your mom. Yeah, and they don't acknowledge her either. Can't look her up on the internet. <laughs> you don't know that. Jesus Christ. There has to be public record of a census somewhere. And they would have to claim her on the census if she was a live-in maid. Well, good luck with finding that. Uh. (laughs) So there were other claims in this house when Robert was there. They would have people come and do work on the house, like plumbers and electricians and things like that. And they would be in the house alone. However, they would hear not only children. Actually, they, they refer to it as demonic child laughter. From the attic, they would also hear footsteps walking up in the attic as well, even though no one was there. Can we talk about how Robert, like the actual Eugene Otto, was a okay. painter? Yeah, that's why they call it the artist house. Ah. Oh, <laughs> yeah, he worked as an artist. That's so cool. Mm-hmm. It's adorable. I love it. 1904. <sighs> 1904 what? I'm going to figure out who this maid was. Oh, okay. <laughs> my ADHD field brain is going to hyperfixate on it until I put my phone down. Well, I'll have you guys know she didn't listen to any of my story. I listened to it last week. It's scary. <laughs> wow. Is that why you don't <laughs> listen to me when I talk on our podcast? It's scary. Why? Well, I, I need you to fill in the blanks while I look at my notes again because this was a while ago. Are you going to say it's scary again? <laughs> <laughs> Well, it is. Jesus Christ. There's a scary man in a box that's black. And then he has a dude that likes to take bets on people's sadness. 
Oh, God. <laughs> so, yeah. That's hilarious. Oh, I feel so great. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Everyone's lost after the first one of those, I'm sure. They all just, bye-bye. They clicked off. They're like, this is this is a waste of my time. I could uh-huh. be filling my ear hole holes with something much different. <laughs> much different. So Gene actually died in 1974, and when he sold his house, he sold his house to Myrtle Reuter. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it like that. So he sold his house to this family, and their family had a little girl. Refuses to say it how I said it. <laughs> and this little girl went up into the attic and found Robert the doll. Oh, cool, Bob. Look at this. It's so awesome. Which is why Liv previously was saying, I feel like a little boy had it and then a little girl. However. They didn't see eye to eye. Not (laughs) only because they were at a different height. It probably also had something to do with the maid. Or had something to do with their height. Because the maid wasn't there anymore (laughs) protecting the little girl. Mm. Because the little girl claimed that the doll would move around her room while she slept. And the doll was not very nice to her. There was a very weird disconnection. And people talk about it in a sense of, like, there was a, like, I don't know, inappropriate connection with Jean. There was a very strong bond between Robert the doll and Jean. However, now that Robert's gone, or Jean, I guess, now that he's gone... Robert is, like, upset that his original owner is gone, so that's why he's taking all his wrath out on this little girl type deal. Oh, but he told me it was because she was trying to change things about him. Well, yeah. Yeah. That's just what people say. That's a legend of no one else can have Robert the doll, and that's why he's so angry and, like, causes havoc for everyone else. He's fine just Jay Chilling, Mm -hmm. but, like, he'd rather be Jay Chilling with the kid, but kids grow up, so it's, like, fucked up Toy Story. (laughs) Uh-huh. Yeah, instead of just, like, being passed on to the little girl down the street and, like, to infinity and beyond with Slinky the dog, he's like, no, I didn't want to be locked in an attic, and then I was, and I'm like, okay, fine, at least I'm in the house with the person that I like, but now I'm locked in the attic, and not only can I not just be left, the fris- like, freaking alone, this girl's like, let's play Dolly. I don't want to be Mr., like, what is it, Mrs. Nesbitt? I'm Mrs. Nesbitt. You oh, remember God. that? From Toy Story? Yeah. Okay. He does not want to be Mrs. Nesbitt. He doesn't want to be a toy. He just wants to be left alone because his human's gone. And what is he doing now? He's being left alone in a box. I'm quite sure the box is good for him. So you're saying that that is true? What? That he'd prefer to be with Jean and not the little girl. Yeah. Yeah. But not like in a creepy way. He's like, I wish people just left me in the attic, but they didn't. So now I'm in this box and it's kind of annoying. Yeah. Because a lot of dark things are usually like, I'm going to scare you to take your energy. And he's just kind of like, like at a level where he does not care about that It just makes me think about an old person that sits in a rocking chair by a window and wants to be left alone. Yeah. (laughs) But people are like, let's go to bingo. And he's like, I don't want to go to bingo. Just let me sit in the sunshine and die. Get off my lawn or I'm going to go get the guns. (laughs) That type of thing. (laughs) The old man in the, the rocking chair and there's someone on your lawn and he's like, I get off my lawn. I'm busy. And he's busy doing nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Whipper snappers. It doesn't want to be Mrs. Nesbitt. <laughs> and this girl was like, let's put a sunflower hat on you. And he's like, no. Well, in 1994, Miss Myrtle was the person that brought the doll to this new museum. Kruzer. 
Yeah. Later. What did I say? I don't remember. I don't know either. Stop. <laughs> and in this museum, there are like warnings all over the room in which that Robert was at. And it's because if you take a picture without his permission, he is claimed to haunt you once you leave, including like car troubles, like getting into accidents, having your car not work, or just generally having misfortune and bad luck. And because of this, Robert gets letters a lot. People that are writing apology letters for taking his picture without asking his permission. Because apparently, from the story that I have found, you're supposed to ask Robert permission and he's supposed to like nod or something. Because this doll, for whatever reason, also has the ability to change his expression. People have also claimed that when they walk across the room, he watches them. And I explained it away as the Mona Lisa effect. But for somebody who is blonde, and a lot of the times in the summer their hair gets sun bleached, I've had many people ask me if I actually have eyebrows because they can't see them. (laughs) And I thought... Silly Robert, you can't change your expression. You don't have eyebrows. And he's like, neither do you, bitch. (laughs) True story. It was really funny. I got dissed. And it wasn't even by him. It was the the devil's advocate person. Ah. Because he doesn't care. No. But it's funny because they're not wrong. (laughs) It was a sick burn. I'm humbled by it. I respect the game. But yeah, Robert is actually in a museum of other haunted objects, which again, Liv talked about when she was reading the, I don't know, location in which Robert is at, which makes a lot of sense of why there's a weird, I don't know, ringmaster dude. Uh-huh. Yeah. Tiny jester baby. <laughs> Creepy <God>. jester baby. <laughs> that is the story of Robert the doll. Are you spooked? That is the This one. <laughs> spooked. <laughs> yeah, I am spooked. That's why I'm not paying attention. Yeah. I'm just going to My keep... story could have been better if Liv was actually paying attention and not talking when I was starting new things. <laughs> Sorry, I was trying not to listen to the spoopy things. Well, you should you should listen to me next time. I tell good stories. It was a good story. I was there. Except I was distracted the entire time of you being on your phone and not listening to me. I was trying. I was listening. You but I not. was also trying you to fact check. percent not listening to me. Don't lie. My <laughs> authenticity of saying that it did have little weeby bobby movie arms and legs. Which does not matter I to would the not... actual story of Robert the doll. It matters to me, though. <laughs> because you didn't want to listen to my story. It's scary. <laughs> I got burned by something that doesn't have eyebrows. Actually, you got burned by someone that does have eyebrows because the thing that doesn't have eyebrows doesn't care to make fun of you. <laughs> wow. So. But yeah, that's also why I think he's cursed is because when people are angry and are like, I don't know, people like mistreating him or like making fun of him, mocking him. And when that happens, they get that energy threefold back. Yeah. And they get into car accidents and all of these really horrible things, bad luck it's happens to them. because it's what they paid for. Oh, yeah. <laughs> from that guy. Yeah. The guy from oh the Green God. Day concert. Because, yeah. Because literally in that YouTube video that I watched, this guy was like writing horrible things on board that was over there as well. Egging Robert on. Did he get into a car accident or something? I don't know. Oh. Wow. <laughs> cool story, bro. Tell it again. 
Maybe you'll listen this time. <laughs> well, I'm going to have to listen to it at, at some point because I have to edit it. Good luck with that. I will. Future editing live. Did you guys like this podcast? Did you like learning about Robert the Doll? Did you like anything about it at all? Even if it wasn't about Robert the Doll? Our sultry voices. The spoopiness of the content. You know, let us know. I don't know where you're going to do that because we're on podcast, but you know. No, what you're going to do it is you're going to leave an Apple review and tell us about it. If you are on Apple, you know. Do any of you have a teddy bear with weird joints? Because if you do, I'm sorry. That's weird. Freaks me out. It's not that weird. Well, now that I talk to this, I will never, ever look at teddy bears with movable appendages again. I have a dark thing telling you they were a teddy bear with I had a two-foot-tall baby doll-looking jester thing. Mm-hmm. That turned into a teddy bear that gives me the authoritative stance of a man that like hits on the cages of monsters. Well, why couldn't you have input about the rest of my story too? <laughs> Do you even know what we talked about? Yeah. You talked about the maid. You talked mm-hmm. about the girl that Eugene doesn't want to play Mrs. Nesbitt <laughs> with. We talked about Myrtle Reuter. We talked about... Eugene putting him in, in the attic and he was like, but I want to be a real boy. So then he would just shit talk the kids walking by outside instead, <laughs> you know, or something, <laughs> but people are going to leave uh, Apple podcast reviews. And if Spotify lets you review something too, or whatever podcast platform you listen to us on, you grace your ear hole holes with our sultry voices. You should leave a review. And Em and I are going to pick the best review and talk about it in the next podcast because it'll be really funny. I mean, like, give a good dad joke, put a little funny thing in there. A I don't hat, know. A funny hat. A fun, just an emoji of a funny hat. <laughs> oh, it'd be great because we have uh, seven five-star reviews on Apple Podcasts right now. And we should uh, have more with great things in the comments. Wow. Wow. But Are you a Patreon? If not, what's the holdup, my dude? My dude? You want to hear about our patrons? Because they're pretty cool. They're all towels. They live in the bed, bath, and the beyond. This is the shout out part of our podcast. Yeah. Not just the part that's going to happen when you guys leave Apple podcast reviews. If you want to be a part of the shout out, Patreon links in our show notes. Jordan. (laughs) Savannah. Trinity. Avery. Cassandra. Anthony. Violet. Peyton. (laughs) Farina. Allie. Mac. Josie. Autumn. Thias. Victoria. Jenny. Oh, okay. Laurel. Laurel. Brianna. Nate. She's just really scrolling. Nate. Bradley. Sandy. Sandy. Nas. Sherry. Christina. Sushi. Anita. Katie. Charles. Holly. Krista. Flo. Ebby. Malake. There we go. God. I was trying to go really fast and like not have to pause and just like... Read them as they go through the reel. Unfortunately, I can't read while it's moving. What? And then she just keeps going you and it's just not on there anymore. You wouldn't be good at skeet. She only stops to read it for herself. I think it's skeet shooting. I have no idea what you're it's talking like about. It's like that clay stuff that people do and they like Still have no idea. shoot clay frisbees into the air and then you like shoot it with a shotgun or something. Are they trying to read the things that are on the clay disc? No, but you have to watch the clay disc, which is the names. God. God. Patreon skeet shooting. Okay. (laughs) Oh, goodness gracious. Can you tell this is our third podcast? Can you tell that I'm scared? (laughs) 
Yeah. Because you didn't listen to anything I said. I did. You did I was hearing spirit. No, we weren't. <laughs> and that's that's our podcast. We're your meta psychics. <laughs> You didn't listen to my podcast. I was here. Uh-huh. But you didn't listen. I did. <laughs>